The rainy season lures them out of their holes. Every November, 120 million crops reach sexual maturity and make their way to the sea. A red carpet spreads over the island as they crawl over tarmac and thresholds and climb over walls and rock faces, thrusting their shells sideways on their two strong pincers and eight thin legs, heading for the ocean to cast their black spawn into the waves just before the new moon. Not all reach their destination. Their enemies are everywhere. No one knows exactly where they come from. The yellow crazy ants simply appeared one day, brought in by visitors. The invaders are only four millimeters long, but an army of them in a destructive force. The ants' populations coexist peacefully, and their queens have made a a fateful pact. Together they form united colonies, a superpower, an empire. Behind each of the th- of the three hundred queens follows a gigantic army of workers with long, bendy legs, slender yellow trunks, and brownish heads. They build nests in hollow trees and deep cracks in the earth, and keep scale insects to to produce the sweet honeydew they feed they feed on. They move at at lightning speed, changing direction every few seconds, and are always ready to attack. Their victims are the booby frigate bird hatchlings in their nests and the red crabs migrating to the sea. The crazy ants spray formic acid onto their fiery shells. First, the crabs are blinded, then they lose their bright color and three days later they are dead it is war on christmas island christmas island amsterdam island no one is allowed to settle here so the personnel at the research station changes constantly some of the men stay for only a few months but most for a year and a half on the island that they call simply arms or abeys. None speak English and all greet each other every day with a handshake. There is no boat. Where will they take it? This place is a straight piece of France, a cross on a blue nowhere on the various maps of the world that are pinned to the walls alongside a couple of pictures of albatrosses and countless pornographic posters. Domestic cattle gone wild graze in a large enclosure fenced off with barbed wire. Down on the beach, male fair seals howl. The sea mammals heave themselves ponderously over their rocks. The bulls are fighting for the females, due, due to arrive in a few days. The victors stick up the best spots by the sea. In the dining hall of Great Square, the district chief of the 48th mission gives a speech after dinner. There's no such thing as isolation. Even on Amsterdam Island, we are caught in a huge wheel. 
here to receive signals that tells us who we are. He calls himself a fantasist, a doctor, and a professional soldier in that order. His office is the only room without pinups on the wall. There is a register of bets, marriages, and deaths on his desk. Empty columns show that no one has married or had a child here yet. Everyone who stays on Amsterdam for longer than a year is examined by a medical officer from the south of France to check that he is coping with the long period of restriction of movement and the confined, purely masculine environment. No woman has ever visited longer than two days. At night, the men gather in a small video room in Great Square to watch one of the porn films from their personal collection. Each man sits in a row on his own. The loudspeakers emit grunts and grounds, and the air is heavy with a musky scent of the bull sails. Amsterdam Island. The end.